0: For another episode of the Tailgate Show, we are fresh off of the draft. We are, of course, joined as always by Air Jer Jeremy Kramer, Air Jer fifty four on Twitter, and Brian Quinn B Diddy B Q Win thirty four on Twitter, B Quinn (laughs) thirty four on (laughs) Twitter. Whoa! The big reveal. He comes in. Touchdown Jesus, and I am, of course, double A, A -A A-A-R-O-N-T-O-R on Twitter. Well, it happened. The virtual draft, there were no boats, there were no fountains, there were no tigers and lions, but there were bears, and... uh, Hall of Famer. Ah, future Hall of Famer. Love it. Yep. Vildor Colmar. (laughs) Lachavius <laughs> Chenault. <laughs> What's what? Which one's the future Hall of Famer? La Lachavius Sullivan. <laughs> oh, you mean Cole Command <laughs> uh, you
1: know you're Where do so you go cool.
0: to school again?
1: I think he went to the University I, of Notre Dame, actually.
0: Oh, the University of Notre Dame, right. White Irish. That is there. pretty exciting, yeah. be some pretty good, this, good
1: ends, actually. Pause. Pause. A guy named Mark Bavaro, I don't know if you heard of him. I, I have heard
0: of Mark Bavaro. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Good stuff. sir.
1: Uh, I mean, I was talking to Jared before we started recording, and it, 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 it's a little sweeter when it's a guy from a university that you follow and that you like their football sure. If he was from Indiana, I I would be just as excited. This is a Division <laughs> One, legitimate, best all around, in my opinion, tight end in the draft. And I think he has a lot of room to improve from here. People are acting like this kid's just he, – he is what he is, and – He's a, he's six six two sixty two. Even if he puts on muscle, the way his frame is, this kid could get a lot bigger. For his size, he's very athletic. I know the numbers don't. Everybody, you know, I mean, it's not an Albert O forty. But the way he moves and how the the way he's able to catch the ball when it's not near him, like it, it doesn't matter if people are around him. He has inst the instincts this kid has. I, th- I think he's going to be a hell of a tight end for a long time, man. I mean, barring you, you never want to see injury, you know, but I think, like, th- this could be a guy that not only fits in what Nagy wants to do, but we don't know how long the staff's going to be around if things don't start showing some improvement here. Cole's the kind of pr- kid that could fit into no, no matter what coach comes in, he'll fit in. So I, I think we didn't, I think it was good that we didn't box ourselves into a guy that would only fit Nagy, what Nagy wants to do, and we got a guy that could pretty much be pretty solid no matter who you throw at him.
2: I like that. I like that analysis by you. It's pretty decent, you know. And like I've said, I really don't care if you went, like, if you went to nowhere state. If you produce, good. Just all right. We get you. You were the local kid, right? You, you were the local team did good by you, I guess. Now go show out. You know, be more loose with your hips be more fluid when you run your routes till then you're just another draft pick that ryan pace could have failed at
1: i don't think he failed here I, I and i know that like people keep bringing up the first year tight ends don't contribute blah 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 this is a kid that if you look at what he's good at just he is good all around yes he can improve on his blocking but does he does he make blocks yes I think the the things he can do may may end up making him contribute a lot faster than people think, because I think he I think right now if you look at our roster, he is the most well-rounded tight end we have.
2: He's definitely the youngest. Twenty-one he's years old. He's got a chance. I mean, would you compare him to Eifert? Is he are they comparable? Or is Tyler, was Tyler Eifert in his prime better? Think, you think
1: I think Eifert out of college was better, but the injuries just never. I mean, he never. More dynamic, maybe. I don't know if he was all no, around. Smart. Yeah, I think he was more of a threat, but uh, his injuries just never.
2: No, speed's never uh, accidentally actually been a big thing with Titing, except for really Greg Olson. You know, Desmond Clark wasn't out there. Shout out Desmond Clark, new ma- newest member of the Brawl Network. Uh, he wasn't exactly a speed consistent. burner. No, you but he was consistent, a great route runner, and he could block. Rock's not a speedster.
1: It's just a bolt. Sometimes that's all
0: you need. I mean I think that uh, 40 time is is extremely overrated and people admit that it's overrated, but then when it's convenient they want to go back to it like it matters so much. right Like when is a tight end running 40 yards in a game? Almost yeah. never. Like, if he is, you, he's got a twenty as, yard lead. Yeah, as a tight end, as a tight end, if you are running forty yards, it is probably because your your quarterback just threw an interception.
1: Like kind of forty is a is a white boy that like, six foot six and two hundred sixty two pounds supposed to
0: run. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't. I mean, I get it. I mean, you know, just looking up Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey was um, 6'5", 255. He ran a four six. Six 40. He was drafted in the third round out of Cincinnati. Um, you know, he it was the sixty third pick overall. Uh, nobody thought that was that he was. Nobody was like, "Oh, Travis Kelsey's going to be the greatest tight end." Like, it's true. Just it's it's you know. Part of it's the offense that he's in, which is ostensibly the same offense that, that Cole Komet is now in. Um and what about a block? lot a lot of being a great tight end is having a big wide frame and great hands and being able to box out and catch the ball when it's put up high, because most of the time you are being covered by a six foot tall linebacker or a five foot ten slot corner and who the hell cares i mean what routes are tight ends running like Um, you're telling me that tight ends are running like like stop and goes and you know some kind of crazy complicated routes no they're not because why because they're not fast so you don't have time to run those routes like you can't run you know some kind of a crazy you know, fifteen yard route if you don't if you're not a four four forty guy, you just can't do it. So like I just get tired of all these people, you know, who are like, oh, this and that about their routes. I just want to see do they can they make catches? Can they stay on their feet? Can they take a punishment? And can they block? when they need to block i mean because that's what a tight end needs to do you have to you you have to sell the the fact that you are staying in to block as a runner when you're actually going up to pass and vice versa <laughs> and that's i think the number one thing is you have to be able to decoy that because the ones that nobody ever believes are gonna um Are going to do anything but stay in then the defense doesn't have to worry about them and then vice versa you know if you if if you because a lot of times i think that's not talked about very much but the tight end becomes the tell for the defense they're watching what the tight end is doing and and the tight end um is telling the defense what they're going to run you know based on where they line up how they line up their positioning if they look like they're about to run a route they're probably going to run a route. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, if but they
1: look the, like they're the thinking feels, about blocking. You know. I mean, it sounds like you know what you're talking about when you say this guy's not a good route runner, but you don't know what he's being asked to do in the game plan. I do know for a fact right. this this Cole is, was their focal point in their passing game. He was the guy that they game planned around. He's the guy that they lined up on the outside. He lined up as right on the line. He lined up at half the get fullback. You know what I mean? He, he's right. versatile. He can be moved around. You can see a lot of plays where he improvises when the when the route doesn't work. He he has the awareness to come off his route and get open. He he has he has a lot of intangibles that yeah, that are very valuable at his position. He fights, he catches the ball. He fights to go forward. He's a big frame dude. Even if he falls forward, he's getting extra yardage. Those things what, like what, third and, third and you,
0: two are, are better than third and six. What You're I, guy, I he, what I see is a guy that. His big, strong ten block isn't like an amazing blocker, but when he was asked to block, he did it. He did it willingly. I mean, that's my biggest thing. Is like I'm not no expert, obviously, about watching tape, but you can tell whether a guy wants to do what he's doing or not. And when he was asked to block, he looked like he was he was into it. Like you know, because good, it's, good enough to get the job done. As somebody who. I played one year of high school football. I hated it. (laughs) Like I hated playing football. It was a horrible experience. When I was on the football field, I tried as hard as possible to get down and get off the football field because I I didn't like it. Like it was – I played second string offensive line and I was on kickoff team and – kickoff team like my whole goal was to find a way to look like I was involved but not get hard <laughs> and they <making> get <it laughs> off the field you know like, and, and if you think that that doesn't happen going all the way up to the pros I, I think kidding yourselves I think there are players that because they are you know like Leonard Floyd are are athletically freakish still look like they're amazing, but they don't have that effort. And then you have players who are not athletically gifted who who put in a ton of effort and can still be successful. Well, this guy seems to be both. Um, And from what I see, I just look at him and I see a guy who doesn't have to try very hard to catch the ball. Like, he's a natural At catching the ball, he just reaches up and it and it just it just goes into his hands like it doesn't look and he doesn't lose his balance. Right. Right. He doesn't lose his balance like Shaheen. You know, Shaheen would reach up and and high point the ball and everybody used to drool about how how he supposedly high pointed the ball. And I'm like, yeah, but his center of gravity is so trash when he does it that that it's over for him. Like he can't even come down with the ball. He's already going down or he flips.
1: No, this guy's built like a legitimate tight yeah. end.
0: He's yeah. not shaking what I'm chicken saying. Legs. Like, like if you if if you see him, he just reaches up effortlessly, comes down with the ball, snatches it. Like with two people you know,
1: around him. Both
0: yeah. defenders. Right. And he seems to you know, he doesn't shy away from contact at all. Um I just think, you know, like, it was so interesting to me what happened with the the Bears and tight ends because early on in the draft season when we all started looking at tight ends because we knew we really needed one, right? Like, it was funny how nobody ever talked about how this was a bad tight end draft until maybe like a month ago. Like, before this, it was... Bryson Hopkins, Troutman, Alberto. Talked um, in the like, first. Bryant, um, the other Bryant. Um, I mean, who else? There was. Uh, Albert, there was Albert o that, was in the conversation. The kid, yeah, I said Alberto, the kid, the kid from uh, Cincinnati that the Packers drafted. Troutman. Joe, Joe, yeah, Troutman. Now yeah, that was the first guy I said. Like. Oh, my bad. He, No, I'm sorry, but but there was a lot, and and I don't know if it was just us because we were so hyper-focused on the tight ends that we were, like, imagining that it was a good draft for tight ends, but then as it started to get closer and closer, it was like, this is the wide receiver draft, this is the wide receiver draft, and it was like, wide receiver draft, wide receiver draft, and so the group think, including the analysts, And I think Bears Twitter and everything started to gravitate towards the wide receivers. I remember
1: the draft when we got Trubisky? They said there was no first-round talent at quarterback in this draft before the draft happened. Right. And then – And you had Watson and Mahomes coming out of that.
0: Right. And and that's the thing is that – I mentioned this before. We are arguing about something that the best professionals get right about 50% of the time.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Hey, do you think the reaction would be different if we were to pick Jalen Johnson first and then commit? Absolutely,
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.: be Absolutely, because that would have seemed more obvious. Jalen Johnson's sliding. He's possibly the third or fourth best corner in the draft, supposedly, you know, um, you got both of them. who the
2: hell can: I know, but I'm just that? saying would the perception be different, because right, you know it's like, so, right, draft right. position matters. Ask Mitch to
1: you're talking forty-three sure. and fifty in the second round. we we, I mean, we. I agree. Uh,
0: I mean, I, honestly, like I just that think,
1: tickles your fancy. You flip them in your head, I guess. Like,
0: <laughs> well, to me, to me, what it, you know, if there was any perceived issue with value for commit at forty-three, which is a highly arguable point. I don't know, you know, my knee-jerk reaction was just like, uh, like really. Like it just felt, I don't know. Like it just. Was there a
2: round and a half drop off between him and the number two tight end? Right,
1: that's the question. I, you know, I, I gotta, and this isn't just a Homer thing. Like this, this, he's the most polished tight end in this draft. There's no question. If you look at all around game, I, the things he has to improve, man. Like you know how important a tight end is in this offense. We've been clamoring for one since Nagy got here.
2: I will give them that. That's one thing that they have done is see need, try to fill need, except for quarterback and running back.
1: And it hasn't worked out. And I don't think Komet was a reach, though. I mean, you, you, I think when you, everybody sees this, the, the way this is going to play out, they're, they're going to be fine with it. I, I just can't honestly. I, I, it's, it's I hope honestly, so. It is a
0: vocal minority of people that are actually displeased about because this. Because their fantasy
1: it's, mocks didn't play out. Yes, exactly. Nobody's dead. Okay. That's the one thing
2: I it's took okay. away from the draft. It's
0: just fun, man. Like, you got right. You got. But you know what it is. People yeah. think that they really have something figured out. and and the thing I mean, is when they, they, they put don't.
1: draft in their name, yeah. Right. That's their problem, though.
0: Agreed. But you – here's the thing is that – and it's kind it of like – the guy with the Notre
2: Dame shit behind him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just playing
1: into the whole Homer thing, man.
0: It's – the, the thing about the draft and the thing about, you know, it's like it, – and I, I said this from our show handle that it, sometimes it feels like Pace is drafting like he's casting a movie about a football team instead of like actually, um, you know, drafting a football team because, I, you know, the, the, the Cole Komet narrative was so strong. And I feel like when you're considering, if you put yourself in Pace's shoes and you say to yourself, if this kid isn't there at 43, and they didn't reach, they didn't trade up for him. No. If they had traded up to the first round and taken him, then you could probably scream and yell because Absolutely. I don't think I don't think there was a sh- shot that he was really going in the first round. But but they sat there. At 43, and they were patient, and it probably killed Pace to sit and be patient because he's just not patient. I can't see that. Um, no, I can't see it. <laughs> um, but they sat, and he was there. If you do not take him, the hometown kid, the kid from Notre Dame, where which is the Bears have drafted more players from Notre Dame than any other place in the history of the Bears – more so they you don't draft this kid he's he's a highly touted prospect he's no slouch he's arguably the best tight end in the draft you pass on him for KJ Hamler and then Cole Komet goes to no the Lions shit. Yeah. or the Patriots or whoever. and envelope- really wouldn't
2: have went to the Packers. We figured that out with their draft scheme.
0: Right. Well, yeah, apparently the Packers have no interest in receivers. And we'll talk about the Packers draft because what a shit show. But, like, if you pass on this kid who's just, like, the gleaming – you know, perfect prospect, not only from a business standpoint. I mean, the kid's going to sell, and I even joked, like, his jersey sales. The are gonna stadium
1: be- behind you is going to be piled in with people. Happy commit is on the Bears. And you, it, just- what I'm
0: saying is if you pass on him, you are putting a serious bullseye on your head for a lot of reasons one because i think it's it's not as it's 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 stupid from a football standpoint but two just that you you have to consider sometimes that that anti-narrative that's going to crop up if you don't make a move you know and i and and we think that these guys are these cold calculated you know um draft statisticians and it's it's there's a lot of emotion that goes into these picks, you know, um, and there's a lot of uh, intangible emotion that goes into building a football team. So it's like if you interview a kid and he sits there and he's six foot six and blah, 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 and he's got all the measurables and then you he, he looks you in the eye and maybe it was over Skype or Zoom or whatever. I mean, I think they probably met with him at the combine, but. He looks you in the eye and says, I am a Bears fan. I have been a Bears fan since as long as I can remember. It would be my absolute dream to play for the Bears. But then you go, no, but Albert O ran a faster forty time and his hips are looser. You're a fucking idiot. Like if you like you know what I mean? Because it's just more to building a football team I than, than a than a score.
1: I think that's sweetened the deal, but I don't think they reached on commit. I, I don't.
0: I'm not saying they reached on commit. No,
1: but I think the feeling is out there that, oh, there, there's such a gap between the two tight ends drafted. It's like, okay. You know, I mean, there's Twitter and then there's like actual 80% oh, of the guys. I, fan, I'm just, the fan I base. merely
2: posed the question because of the distance between the two picks. <laughs>
0: oh, no, no. That's that was a wasn't, legit that,
2: question. It's just the way it felt.
0: It's not the way it fell. It wasn't a great tight end draft. It thirty six wide receivers got taken. Like eight tight ends got taken. Like maybe ten. And and no tight and so it wasn't but it, it's so but the thing is if one position is better, I mean it's gonna definitely take draft picks from the other positions. here's um, the thing too. Gotta, elite, how many how many
1: elite tight ends are there in the NFL?
0: Elite?
1: Yeah, like, like really, really good that you're worried about when you you have the game plan against. There's not many,
0: five or six, exactly.
1: These right. guys don't grow on trees, man. If you feel if you feel this is a guy and he's going to be the best player in that position, I just don't have a problem with it. Do you, it. Do you draft with conviction,
2: Diddy? Did you did you draft with conviction, like? Right and
1: I just I,
2: <laughs> I'm not I mad about that, it.
1: I wouldn't have been this. mad about KJ Hamler either, though. I I think we improved these first two picks. We became a better football team from him. Right,
0: right. But, it, but again, I think that the risk is greater if you pass on commit for a number of reasons than if you take him yes. and he doesn't pan out perfectly. Because like I said, I think his ceiling is, is Kyle Rudolph and his floor is Zach Miller without the injuries. Either way, you good. put yourself to... A a great place, a great place of great improvement for the Bears. And sometimes I'll go
1: out, I'll go out on a limb. I think his ceiling's a
0: Witten. I don't think that's a limb. I think that that's 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 legitimate. Um, it's just going to be health. I mean, what Jason Witten? Jason Witten now or Jason Witten ten years ago? And it's fine. <laughs> okay. I, He's talking, he's talking he's the, the the body of work, right? You're saying yeah, it's a solid, really really solid career. Well, which is like borderline Hall of Fame career, right? right. I don't know if you can say that. You can't. You know, it's all about injuries. I mean, the the biggest. Yeah, I'm just uh, saying,
1: if he stays healthy, yes, I think he's going to have a hell of a career.
0: You know, look. You look at the kid and you watch him play football. And if you, if if you sit there and you tell me you think he's trash, I, I, I don't get you. Like I no, don't understand. What, like I don't understand what you're watching. Like I mean, because here's the thing too: is that like people people watch small school guys and they go, "Who they playing against?" Okay. And then you watch guys on big, talented programs, and go, "Well, they're surrounded by talent." It's like you can't have it both ways. It's like, yeah, they're surrounded by talent, but they're also playing against the best talent in the in you know, like if he's a guy gonna, in the
1: it's going to take that first stiff arm to a defender, that first guy he bowls over and gets extra me, yardage. It's going to the whole right. thing is going to switch. Oh, this guy's a beast. You know, here,
0: hey, let me tell you what. There is no problem with Komet amongst the actual rank and file, not Twitter Bears fans. Every regular Bears fan. Yes. Every regular Bears fan is like, cool. This is a guy we can root for. For a ton of reasons. A lot of Bears fans are also Notre Dame fans. A lot of Bears fans in the city of Chicago are also Notre Dame fans. The unrest about the Cole Komet thing is so overhyped. Don't take Twitter as your temperature for this. Guarantee you that when when a 45-minute long line of cars drove down his street in Arlington Heights... Those motherfuckers are not on Twitter, okay? That's (laughs) families, and that's bear fans you know people people that have like a bears sweatshirt that's really old that they dry their car with like this is the kind of bears fans that i'm talking about not like you know the the you know they don't buy the new draft hat every year you know it's just it's just sunday the bears game is on it's just part of their dna these people are all good with Yeah, and And so that goes into it. And my point is that that is okay. And my my knee-jerk reaction was like, because you get caught up in all this stuff that you think is important when you're looking at these draft picks. But it is totally okay if you're the GM of a football team to draft a player based on that kind of stuff, as long as he's also a good player. Now, if you're drafting him just on the fact that he's like a hometown hero and he's not that good and then you overdraft him well that's a different story well i mean uh, by all accounts and by all indicators this kid is all of that so so how do you pass on him i mean like, like a perfect marriage
1: for me man not like jay cutler's
0: but <laughs> right uh you know, so, so I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm good. I feel like he's going to be a solid football player. I feel like both 43 and 50, Jalen Johnson.
2: Yeah, are we need hope- to talk about Jalen Johnson. He does kind of concern me a little bit. Does two he? Torn lab- two torn labrums in his college career. Uh, there's some tapes where he gets beat pretty bad but can recover. Uh, not, not as pass bad rush as is, is going to be a big quarterback for Quarterback early with bad hips. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw what Raul was talking about. He's like, he does get beat a lot off the line, which makes me wonder, does he slide into that safety spot? He's got the size. He's got Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. No, man, I think, I think if anything,
1: this kid's going to be the perfect replacement for Prince. Like he, he jams think? receivers. Yeah, man. He jams I receivers. think Tolliver
2: is going to have a lot to say about that, a lot. And I think Tolliver gets first crack.
1: This was a guy that I think Matt Miller ended up saying that he, he's going to end up being better than Kyle Fuller. Like, this is a kid that like he presses receivers. He was one of the best in the country, in, in my opinion, at, at defending the long ball. He was a first round. A lot of people had him going on the first round. Uh, he's he's a tough kid. He's, fizic- he's physical. He played the whole season with the torn labrum, actually. He did. He, he's he's got really good instincts. Um, the only the only knock I found on him, just kind of watching tape on him, was his hip turns kind of rough. But I think I think he's going to be a, a really, really, really good player. I think we got two. We got we got two very good players on the first two picks here. I think this is a kid oh. that's going to come in and compete to to start.
0: And the thing that I actually like the best about him is that now he's coming in with like he mad because he, he feels slighted that he slid, that he slid that far, and that's a good thing like i would I would much rather have that guy than Jeffrey Okuda, who thinks he's the you know the big bad Ohio State number three overall pick my shit don't stink like you know what i mean like i'm yeah. coming in i'm gonna replace darius slay blah 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 that dude's gonna be humbled i mean you, you i saw i don't you probably probably saw it but there's an interview jalen johnson did with uh steve white um <clears throat> who's been on the. Uh, the brawl network more than a few times and he asked him he said what NFL receiver are you most looking forward to facing and he said Devontae Adams um coincidentally I mean he wasn't you know had no idea he was going to drafted by the Bears obviously I'm sure he thought he would go a lot sooner than 50 um, but I liked what he said you know he's a he, he he was you know he wants the challenge like he seems like a guy who you know, he had very thoughtful answers. He was, you know, he seemed like a guy who was, like, studying tape. You know, he's sitting there wearing, like, the a T-shirt with the Allen Iverson Slam magazine uh, cover on it with the where Allen's got the big afro. Like, I was just, like, I looked at the kid. I was like, this kid seems, like, you know, like, different. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like a... You know, I don't want to use the cliche student of the game, but it does seem like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of guys that just give you like a stock answer, like, oh, I just want to play against the best. I'm the best. I'm going to play against the best. I mean, he had a thoughtful answer. He, he said, why about his route running? And yeah. yeah, like, I mean, he had answers like it wasn't just like, you know, like you don't just even if you've been well coached, you know, by a, by your agent to have answers for different things you either know that stuff and it comes out easily or you don't like, it's not, it doesn't just roll off like that. And he clearly really thought about what he was saying and he believed it. And I was just like, Oh, well like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and similar to Fuller, who's a notorious, just like studier of, of tape and, you know, isn't on social media and, you know, is like, I mean, that's great. I do agree with you, Jared, that I think Tolliver is going to have every chance to, to win the job, but the thing that I I'm I am happy about this draft is that our two two of our biggest areas of depth issue were tight end and corner, and, and I think both of those Vildor. have been pretty well addressed. Kendall Vildor, yeah,
2: captain at Georgia Southern. I actually watched that kid play versus IU. He's pretty good. And hey, he's that's been that been a couple next- of years ago.
0: That seems like a dog. Like, I mean, he's you know. A,
1: he's, a, he's a hard hitter. I, I, I do like that about him.
0: Like, he, he you know, he once again is nose in there. He's, you know, he seems like a leader on mm-hmm. defense. He seems like he's just got that energy. The he, yeah. You wear the sleeve. Right. And as, as, the a, as a quarterback, too, it's yes. not often that a cornerback is a, is a captain, right? I think? mean, just because you're out there on the edge you know, it's not always the best place to be a vocal leader <laughs> just from, you know, just, just, just from a physical standpoint. So I think that's it, a
1: big... and, and when he stepped up against big competition, like, um, they played LSU, they played, uh, Clemson, I think it's the game in 2018 pace was saying that yep. he, they really, they really, he really got on their radar. Right. Um, but he, he's, he's a kid that he's a competitor, um, and the thing that I kinda like is this he could play on the outside or he could play inside a nickel.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and a lot of people are comparing him to Buster Screen, you know, and I and I've read a couple of analysis of the draft where they're basically saying like, you know, you're now we're we're filling needs for now, but we're also thinking ahead. Like Cole Komet is going to be the tight end of the future. He will probably replace Jimmy Graham uh jalen johnson could conceivably be a guy that ends up replacing kyle fuller you know uh vildor can be the guy who replaces buster screen you know so i mean again i i would be lying to you if i said i'd ever heard that name before um you know yeah. before he was drafted i've mean, absolutely never heard of him um you know shout out to the to the you know the draft twitter people um that that are like amazing with pulling up video on these guys like right away and really do the research one of the guys that i follow jacob infante is awesome at it like he every time mm-hmm. every time drafts come up he but he just i mean he has the he has he has the the material
1: yeah yeah, saying, yeah i mean I'm he's putting saying, stuff oh, out is, there about latavius is, mac today ladarius sorry yeah, um sure.
0: Listen, I mean, some of these guys are, you know, uh, part of the PR machine, but all I'm saying is that, like, within seconds of these guys drafted, they've got threads popping off with, you know, film, like, and it's cool, that's all I'm saying, like, I'm not sure these guys are geniuses, but... I mean, you look at a guy like Matt Miller and some of these other guys, that's how these that's how they started. I mean, that's how, you know, and and you could say what you want about them. But at the end of the day, like they make a living, you know, doing that. And it started out by being, you know, by being the grinder, uh, you know, of, of tape you know, back in the day. Now it's a lot easier for people to do it now than it was back then. But anyway, that's my point is just that I thought it was cool. Like it was like, wow, like really, you know, as soon as these guys are drafted, you really get to see about them, you know, um, right away.
2: It seems like nationally, the, the people, the national writers really dug what we did as far as drafting. I was kind of
0: surprised. Yeah, I and mean, there was some odd, uh, you know, like CBS. You know that Pete Prisco is always a is always a prick and hates the Bears, so he had a he had a kind of a. I mean, let me just say that like grading a draft is so stupid. I know it's like we're dy- dying for you know content. Everybody wants to put out content, but it's like trying to put a letter grade on a draft of, like moments after it happens when you don't even know like who's gonna actually make the team, and it's just so dumb. Right. I mean, you can have your opinions about guys and whatever, but like, I just like to to put a letter grade on it. I mean, you know, I think it's it's sort of fun to do. And I said B minus just because I feel like, you know, I don't look at any of these guys and go, oh, there, that's bad. Like, you know,
1: uh, I gave the B plus because, it, and like you said, it's, it's kind of stupid to grade a draft than this close to. And you need to see how these guys pan out, but. The fact I, I thought Pay showed a little growth because he took two guys right off the rip. That, and he didn't trade up.
0: Exactly, he it's stayed till late, late, till later. Till later, right?
1: He stayed patient in the beginning and took two mm-hmm. guys that can contribute immediately. And then, you know, he did those things that he would usually do in the first round, like Travis Gibson, guy with a lot of potential, Leonard Floyd
2: type of guy. How many guys a from potential. Tulsa got drafted in this draft? I was like,
1: yeah, no, but what, like. Sorry. 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 No, no. All, all I'm saying is, like, this is a guy that Pace would take in the first round, previously, and he kind of waited. I don't care that he gave up. Well, the fourth round pick, whatever. But we'll see how this kid plays out. I'm okay with that in the it, that late. Do you know what I mean? I, I think. I, I just think he he showed a little growth. He stayed patient. He stayed at 43.50 when I didn't think he would. So and I think yeah, that
0: was white knuckle too. Like I mean that was crazy watching From fall and fall. And I just thought, oh crap! Like here we go. From oh, it- we're gonna get From. Like because I said if 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 he gets past the Patriot, whatever they were at forty or forty nine, it, it was like From City, and and you know we didn't. I mean like that drafting From was like a was like a pace move that he would have made a year or two ago.
1: When I saw Hertz sitting there in the in the second, I'm like, oh that'd be nice mm-hmm. to have him. But is this really the year to bring a rookie in to develop when you got a two two veterans going out of competition? Like it, it doesn't really make much sense. Like I think that you you'll see that you'll see that rookie brought in next year. Who, you know we, this plays out.
2: We pushed that narrative a little bit too. We were like, oh Hertz and we liked him a lot.
1: Yeah. It and and been nice.
2: the bottom line, the the mistake would have been that we would have had to fill other holes and we did not have the draft capital to do it. We just right. Didn't.
1: right. And, and the, the move of Mooney too late. Like, I'm like, okay. we So we got our burner. We got our Taylor Gabriel replacement potentially.
0: Right. And that was like the thing that I think shut Bears Twitter up when he took Mooney. Because everybody, like, especially amongst our crew and the, the Bears podcasts on the, on the network were clamoring for Hamler. And then when they didn't get Hamler, that was part of why they were pissed. And it was kind of funny how it went because, like, really, right after Hamler, right after Komet went... Um, Hamler went to Denver. Hamler and then um, the yes. Delpit went and and Mims and Antoine Winfield and there were so many people who were mocking and hoping for all of those guys to go there to me I don't know maybe like Bad three about or four not days. being
1: right more than anything
0: absolutely and but for me maybe like three or four days before the draft I started I had this moment of clarity where I was just like we do not need one of these safeties like we have a far greater need at cornerback than safety. Like, Deion Bush is not that bad of a player. I know he's not that great, but again, and Weser Wilfong had a great tweet today where it was like, mm. last year, Bears fans were like, the, I saw the, that. safety's the worst player on our defense. It doesn't matter at all. And this year, Bears fans are like, whoosh. Screwed everything up by not taking a strong safety. Like it's the most important thing. You know, it's like we just got this idea that it would just be such an amazing thing to have like these safety duo, and it's just like, yeah, that's cool. But again, I would rather have a badass tight end than a safety, a num, you know, like a strong safety. You know, like at the end of the day drink if your strong safety is making a bunch of big plays your defense might not be that good <laughs> like the best strong safeties don't have their names called very much because the defensive line you know is doing their job like and getting to the quarterback That's and stopping the running back so i'm not that i just like at, like if three or four days for the draft i was just kind of like I you know as much as you like you watch a player like Winfield and and delpit, whatever i don't I never really loved him that much, but like <clears throat> you watch those guys and you go, Wow, these guys are exciting, you know Jeremy Chin's exciting um cool looking athlete you know roams around and whatever it's like it, it, what does that really solve you know slotting in there right then? You know, and then they re-signed Sherrick, and I mean, they still, I think there's a very good chance that they could sign Tony Jefferson, that there's, the the way that it works is that after tomorrow at four o'clock, then they can start signing free agents that won't count against the, um, and Jefferson wouldn't anyway, because he was cut, but, but there's going to be a lot of free agent signings that get announced tomorrow after four o'clock, because Ooh. the comp pick um, equation falls out after that. Yeah, Yeah, however comp picks works, which is a great mystery, even the teams don't totally understand. But Basically, but basically the, sec, the second wave. Yeah, the second wave of free agent signings Tony that won't Jefferson. affect comp So, I think there's a decent chance that they still sign a Tony Jefferson uh, or a safety, um, and then, for whatever reason, the Seahawks are, like, cutting their, all their offensive linemen right now. Um, apparently, That's they're enjoyable. cut their... Yeah, that's true. They they got their center and they cut um the big kid from Alabama. I can't think of his name right now, but um so that's kind of interesting. But then, you know, like I said, the the, the Mooney pick really kind of shut up Everybody, because it was like, there you go. There's he moved up, and it was like, oh shit, we're not done. Like right. we thought we were waiting till the seventh round. Boom, pace is back on the board, and you know here he comes for this burner. I mean, this kid is exciting.
1: It's you just know? funny too because I, I remember certain Bears fans giving me shit when I said we should get Taylor Gabriel before we did because Taylor Gabriel's too short. But yet the. They don't need Viagra when it comes to KJ gotcha. Hamler, who's only two inches taller. I mean, it's, it's just—it's
0: all perception and groupthink. But
1: the—the the thing that I do like about—about about Mooney over Hamler was—you knew Hamler was just going to be a guy, like a slot receiver. Right. This kid, this kid Mooney can play outside or inside. I think he—he right. he plays just as fast as he runs, just like Hamler. It's a very, it's a very similar player. He's actually taller, five ten. I know he's got a, a, a thin build, but um, hopefully he can put on some weight without losing speed. But uh, this kid could be just as lethal.
2: Do you think he takes over the the role of Tariq Cohen in the offense?
1: No, I think he'll be. A, I think he'll probably.
2: You wouldn't use him like, as a gadget speed guy, off the edge.
1: Well, so the, one, the one knock on him, actually, is he's not a special team guy. Like, he doesn't contribute there. So, like, the whole gadget thing, like, Tari- Tariq has that ability. He's not – I don't – I think you're just going to either see a – I think he might be the solution a slot for us personally,
0: right personally, I hope that they don't do that with him, Jared, just because I felt like that's how a lot of the unnecessary punishment that, that Gabriel took happened. Was these these double reverses and you know these wide receiver screens and stuff like that? I think and I think a lot of that stuff got into the playbook basically because Mitch sucks. Yeah, I, like I was just gonna like say, it it, and that is that when those when you have to run those type of plays. That is done to force the ball into the hand of your of your skill position players because your quarterback can't get it there.
2: Boy, yeah. Mooney does remind me a lot of Gabriel, though, watching his tape. Oh, yeah. High jump. I mean, it just Absolutely. looks – it's like watching Taylor Gabriel just skinnier. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and, I mean, not a ton skinnier, but, yeah, he looks slight. I mean, that was what I was talking to, to Brian last night was he looks – but but, really, I mean, if you're fast – it doesn't matter.
1: Well, the one thing I will say, like John Brown, about the same size out of college, right? So, you know, right. They,
0: it just—I don't know what it is. He just—he just struck me as like maybe it's the white uniform, you know, that he's wearing in some of the clips. I, I don't know. It just—he looked small.
1: Um, he, need, he needs to work on route running, but he does fight for the ball. He'll, he will—he will jump up and go for
0: it. Listen, if you can—if your get off is good. And you Pause. can flat and you can flat fly. I don't care what route you run. <laughs> like
1: well, in this
0: offense, you run, mean, run you a straight exactly. fucking line. Yeah, but
1: uh, you know the b the BS is going to go away when first right. starts.
0: Right, but but think about yeah. Of course, all the all the excuse making that they were doing, like blaming the receivers for everything. I hope stops. You know, Master. because I mean, are you telling me that that um. You know that the what's his face in Kansas City, Tyreek Hill, is running some super sick, precise routes. No, he's just in the right place at the right time, and that's that's part of that's part of a route running. But it's it's not because he's also like a quarterback. Some it's, it's also see the man, hit the man. Well, more than it's not just see them and hit them, man. It's more like, know he's going to be where he's supposed to be and throw it to the spot. But I don't think that when you look at Hill, you look at, oh, he got to that spot because of all these sick moves. Like, he's just faster than everybody else. You can but, throw him open. There's an idea. That, yeah, and yeah, and that's, that's what. So, when you have a guy up, yeah. who has.
2: Frozen. Let it go. Like Elsa. Elsa and shit. Here, there. Oh, no. Nope. Uh. Frozen in Chicago. Frozen in the fr- the windy city. But I get what the you're thing. saying.
0: Real thing. I mean. Huh? Well, no, I you oh,
2: there he is. He thought out. Oh, nice. it for a while Do there. Yeah. Oh, oh Rose. No, that was beautiful. I was just
0: I, I was just saying that. Did you hear me, or you couldn't hear me? Couldn't nope. hear a word you said. Oh. You're
2: just saying. I just said, by, then,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I I was just saying that the guy has, If you're fast, you can just catch up to that ball. I mean, yes. absolutely. You know, and if like, and that your quarterback key, can
2: just wing it, dude. You can just wing it and be like, all right, there. I'm throwing right. it to that spot. Go get it. Right. Give the receiver a chance
0: to make a play Right So to me It's like again I, I think I, I, Route running is it's nice it's important Like it's a, it's a great thing to say And sound like you're a smart Draft analyst when you say it You know but again It's like well, you don't know what route they were supposed To be running so how can you say That they did it Well or not right. And you know I mean It's it, in the Science NFL, and, subjective. Take yeah. this. and I just think in the NFL, like, uh, there's you know, there aren't a lot of guys, like, what you think is open in college doesn't exist in the NFL. Like, there's just guys are just not open like that.
1: If Foles wins What's... this competition, which there should be no question, and hopefully, they don't get bullshitted here we're actually going to see the talent we have at the wide receiver group i think anthony miller's talent is going to shine more the guy has great footwork we are all crazy about how good his footwork is at a college this guy can get open right. the Bulls can hit an open receiver like right. i think you're going to stop you're going to you're going to start it really being able to evaluate as a fan what we have like we haven't really been able to like robinson with a veteran qb is going to be better I think Miller's going to be better. I, I, I just think we're really going to be able to see what we have. Cohen's going to get hit correctly out of the backfield. All right. You know what I mean? It's just going to be an overall better
2: better team. Well, let's, give, uh, let's give him some credit for going on both sides of the ball for this draft. Travis Gibson. Yeah. Long guy. Long arms. Good reach. Seems pretty quick off the line. He's not going to... I don't know where he's going to fit in that rotation. I think Roy Rob's got that on lock. Now, could he be the Roy Rob replacement? I don't know. I think
0: he's an outside linebacker. Yeah, I mean, they said, Pace said that, Pace, I didn't listen to it, but I read about what he said. Pace said that he is going, they're going to play him outside a lot. Good. Um, He was
1: out of position in college. He's 6'4", 250. He's long. Um,
0: he's really like what he is. I think is somewhat of a replacement for the good things Floyd did. That could be. Um, that could be. <laughs> setter,
1: but but he's you know, more, what, he's actually but, more aggressive than Floyd, which I like. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely.
1: I he he's a project, but like everybody's saying, Quinn's gonna be up front. Now yeah. you gotta, now you gotta setter.
0: The NFL, this is what they said his strengths were. First step is long and explosive. long limb frame can overwhelm lesser blockers. Flexible and athletic to wriggle around pass pro. Has tools for dangerous stab and run bull rush. Chip on shoulder matches passion in his play. Longest yeah. lateral slide you'll ever see. Able to stride through the gap, leaving tacklers behind. When he activates hands, they're quite violent. Uh, reactive agility helps him track and tackle in space. Um,
2: and he has many sack celebrations. He's throwing yeah. dice. He's doing. You know, <laughs> watching his tape. And it's like, he's got a celebration for everything.
1: He, he's very similar to Floyd, but he's more aggressive.
2: <laughs> he's got an attitude. Yes. And
0: he's got an obvious he attitude. Had, he put on 60 pounds at Tulsa. Good. Um, so Tulsa was the I,
1: only Division One. I- uh, offer he got this kid this, like like AA said in that that evaluation, there's a chip on this kid's shoulder. He,
2: he's, he's got a little Juco transfer in him. too, right? You went yeah. to Garden City, Garden City U, or something like
1: that. Oh, did he? I, I'm yeah, not sure about I that. I think
2: he, and I want to think they won a JUCO title. And I think they beat. If you watched Last Chance U, I think that team. He was on that team that won the last They beat whoever the feature team was in Kansas. So just a little something you might, I might go back and just take a peek and see if I can peek him out on that.
0: Even like in his weaknesses, like even his weaknesses are kind of pros. Like it says talented, but still very raw. That's like, that's not really a weakness plays at full speed, but technique is behind. Okay. So that's basically the same thing. He's raw. He's a rookie. But yes. they
1: also but they also said he, he was out of position in college so like right. he might he might be able to pick pick outside I, and I think you can
0: play and just look at the depth chart you look at OLB and you see behind you know right. uh but you, you see Isaiah Irving so this is another need i mean yep. and and so i think you know
2: and kudos for them for recognizing it and recognizing the need cuz this is something we really didn't talk a whole lot about Whenever we were talking about drafting, you know, you got Mac. you went out and you got the, uh, oh, shit, the Quinn, Quinn. guy Yep. Mm-hmm. from Dallas. I mean, the last name like that, he's sure to suck. I think he Oh. Uh,
1: I don't – and, you know, I think the edge setting is a, is a little overblown with Floyd, too. We were talking about this last night. Like, he – you got, when you have Quinn and Matt coming at you, there's not going to be able, you're not going to be trying to go to the edge. The you're not going to have time. The
2: I have with Quinn is if he has to be dropped into coverage, can he be as good as Floyd? And I think he can. Why do you have to drop him into coverage? Send those you're going hmm? to have yeah. to. Can't blitz everybody all the time. Unless we're running old school 85.
0: 85- I don't 80. know. When, when they had Mathis and Freeney in Indianapolis and I know maybe the defense wasn't Like the greatest, but those fucking guys, they, they was like, meet you at the quarterback every single time. Like, you know, and, and maybe the overall defensive statistics weren't that great, but you had a couple guys that was like 25 sacks between them, (laughs) you know, every year. And, and I think we have more talent behind them than that indie defense did, you know,
1: um, and Goldman, like, oof, man. And you're going to so get
2: hard. Bilal Nichols healthy for a full season.
0: I hope so. I, I hope that, that that was what the deal was with him. I hope that he just kind of got off track
2: a little well, bit. because I'm going to be coming, too. You know, we signed him for that year, and physically he just – the difference, it's kind of weird. You can see the difference between a guy that's been in the NFL for a year or two versus a guy that's coming out Coming out of college, with the exception of maybe a couple of people, you know, like I was looking at Gibson and thinking about Roy Rob, and it's just like God, Roy Rob's such a bigger, bulkier dude, you know, he's just defined.
0: Well, and you got to give Pace credit for Roy Robertson Harris at Utah. Yes. I mean that's a that's a find. Um, you know, it's. You, you, unfortunately, it's a fine you need to make because you missed maybe on Bullard, but whatever. Correct. I mean, this is well, it's gonna go. It's fifty-fifty. Like uh, you're gonna absolutely. miss on half of these guys. And and as I've said before, no matter how good they are, nobody knows what happens when you get to camp and you meet a dude who was also the best player on their high school football team and who was also the best player on their college football team and who is now playing against you for their family to eat. Everything changes. It's not like it's, you know, all the, all the college, like rah, rah shit goes out the window and, and it becomes real at that moment. And if you're not for, if you can't deal with that mentally, I mean, I think a lot of guys just crumble. Uh, under oh, yeah. the weight of that, you know, and yeah. then and then that's a concern
2: can... I have with Komet. I hope he can. No, don't give me that look. I see the look. He's got family pressure. He's got a town pressure that's on him now. He already did a Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Notre Dame ain't the fucking Bears, dude. Yeah. Notre Dame's a,
1: It's still a pretty high pressure place. Oh, you're, I, you're still oh, a hometown. Sure. You're still a kid from Chicago, playing at... The, I'm the just similar, saying they're
0: just, similar. It's not the same, but,
1: yeah, it's – it's. He's, 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 he's on the he's national stage the, every week. It's a spotlight. It's
0: I, sort of. I I, Come on, I would man. say with him, I don't know that the pressure's as great on him as somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't
1: – I, I, I know you didn't like to talk about it too much, but this was a kid that the White Sox wanted to draft. Like, he, he's – He's been in the lot. He's played college baseball, college football. This at a major university. Like, it, there's still he's he's still in the spotlight. I don't know. I don't think pressure is
2: gonna. I'm be just big. saying that the, the, that is a dynamic yeah. that he we have to take into account with him. That Absolutely, are,
0: I think you have to take it into account with all these guys. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen when they start getting checks. You know. You don't know what happens when all their family and friends get in their pockets and you know, uh different you know, different kinds yes. I mean it just you know, a lot more RoboCole Robo call don't care about. Oh, no, Robocole doesn't care. Robocole has prime directives, goddammit. damn it. he gives no fucks. No. I, but honestly like I do think that this kid's makeup seems to be pretty strong in that regard. Like I don't like I don't think he's gonna be afraid of of any of this, and, you know what, and I do think that that's where playing at Notre Dame does matter because I mean, playing at that st- that stadium on NBC every single Saturday, we've you got know, a network. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not necessarily. I don't know that it's like insane pressure, but it's very high profile. Like, absolutely, absolutely. You know, like, and so I think, can watch them lose to Georgia every year on NBC. <laughs> Well, it's just, But but I think he's already, he, no, but he is already familiar when you play for Notre Dame or Alabama or for one of these, pro, you're familiar with the process of you play a game and then it gets absolutely ripped apart. What you do gets ripped apart by reporters, by fans, by Twitter, by you know every single thing in a way that it doesn't happen at Tulsa. Okay, like. Sure. After your game on Saturday at Tulsa, like n- very few people give a fuck. You know, it, Notre Dame football gets analyzed just like Bears football, play by play, minute to minute. That's you know, and true. so that so I think in that, that way that does prepare him. Now you know I don't I wouldn't compare the pressure.
1: Can because him and bars on the O line some plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Where are they going to like? Uh, we're not I, don't
0: going. I don't know what
2: they I mean. I want to ask you guys this question. You know what's you next?
1: McGlinchy's going to come because those two are there, and then Q's going to come right after that. It's going to be, be glorious.
0: St. the Patriots. <laughs> like I awful. mean, it, it must, it, I understand why. <laughs> yeah, unless the, your stomach for losing – as a Bears fan, prepares you for rooting for Notre Dame, so <laughs> you have a you have a high level of fortitude when it comes to watching <laughs> watching teams that get smoke blown up their ass and then underperform.
2: At what point do you did Ryan Pace kind of quiet you down in the draft when it was just like, oh wow, first pick. Well.
0: Obviously. see that got me going. I would say the Jalen Johnson pick because to me, I feel like that was a that was a big sign of restraint. yeah,
2: I agree with that. My point is gonna be I'm still skeptical about a lot of the other guys, but those seventh round linemen, I was like, okay, this is there's something to this. So I started like digging back on it and it's
1: like, oh, yeah. I, I just saw 600 pounds of meat. I'm like, all right, I'm okay with it. Hopefully one of them pans <laughs> no out. I didn't really dig into him. He gets he no pause. No, that's
0: not.
2: Drinking <laughs> <laughs> <hand> brisket. Yeah. <laughs> ham and pig, baby. Mm-hmm. Ham what and you, pig, and I like ham. Yeah? Love him. Watch, watch some of his stuff out of Colorado. He's going to compete for that guard spot. I really believe it. He's got good feet. He's got, he's got decent reach. He pulls left and right really well leads the whole well pause hmm. <laughs> and i'm just telling you that kid has got potential he's going to push for that starting guard spot and your boy alex bars is going to be pushing for a uh, ticket in the menu line
0: <laughs> well i think i think our bars ideally what he would be would become that swing tackle I mean, although Hambright, as Hambright has played tackle, right?
2: Yeah, Hambright was the left tackle at Colorado. But if you watch him, he collapses, he collapses holes, makes holes for his running back. When they needed, the game was that I watched. It was Washington against Washington. Um, when they needed yardage to get a first down, they ran behind him, and he provided it. And I think there's a lot. Like I said, his feet. The one thing I will say is that he gets a little off balance a little bit. It's like he's leaning too hard,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so he'll have to watch that. But those guards that are buying for that uh, starting spot, they just got a lot more competition, a lot more.
0: Yeah, I mean, he looks, like I said, i only watched a little bit of it. but yeah, Exactly, he, I've only seen a, lot, a little bit. He but. looks like a guy who likes – to block yes <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not like he's just the biggest guy so he ended up playing offensive line which is sometimes happens i mean sometimes these guys are just they're just the biggest fucking dude and they keep on being the biggest dude and then the next thing you know they're you know situation drives positions a lot right of time. right so like you know i just i feel like he you watch him and it's like no this guy's seeking like seeks yes. he, he looks he looks, to finish, he's he looks to finish guys and and then when he's done with one he wants another one yes you know uh, and I mean that's that's what we need that's what we're missing I feel like
2: yeah I haven't watched much on pig but I've watched a little bit on Ham and I'm like ooh I'm really excited about his potential another seventh round late offensive line pick that could really work out for us you know so.
0: Right, and and I mean Colorado plays some some teams. I mean they're you know. Don't write them off just yet. Don't don't write them off just yet. That's all I want to say. I'm not writing bars off. I I don't. I'm not doing that. That's just Jerry's anti Notre Dame bias. But writing I, off.
2: <laughs> can't even get on the field when his coach is there.
0: I thought, it was, I thought it was funny. that Out of the blue, Charles Leno breaks his Twitter silence, at to like. To like congratulate these guys, like, "Hey, welcome to the team, guys!" Yeah, and it okay, was kind of, yeah. I like, like, was just like, "Really? Oh, well, you are paying attention. Interesting. <laughs> you know, you just watched your your replacements get drafted. Where's uh, <laughs> where's Mister Big Pants Massey, or whatever his Twitter handle is, Mister Big Stuff, or you know, because uh, they got they got hit. You know, they um. I think those guys, the writing's on the wall a little bit, right?
2: Could be potentially. I don't know about Lacavius. Yeah, right. Big. I don't know about that kid yet. I know I've talked to a couple of people that seem like they're pretty high up on him seeing some of his tape. I've not watched it. So, what little highlights I've seen, it's uh, kind of slow <laughs> for me. But I could be very wrong. I mean, it was just literally a shitty highlight reel one minute. So you can't really judge a lot off of that.
0: I mean, I think it's hard to to tell, you know, Tennessee State. Like, I mean, they played a couple games. I was just thinking, like, you know, uh, Brian was talking about Darnell Mooney. You know, you watch these college football games and you're like, what the hell is LSU playing, you know, whoever for, you know, like. Ticket sales, money. Yeah, the, the university makes his money, but what the, the I think the the good byproduct of that is that that's how these other players get seen. Yep. So they might have put on the tape looking for Grant Delpit, and Darnell Mooney jumps off the tape, right? You're right. You know, because they played too well, late. I can, get,
2: I can give it's... you a prime example. I watched the national championship game a few years back. After we drafted Grosso and Goldman just to see how those two fought against each other, that's some damn good tape, boys. You ever watch that? The Florida State Oregon game? Those two battled, and Grosso won a good majority of it. But just to go to your point, exactly. That's why you watch tape. That's why you want to see if they play, a, if a small school plays a big school, how does that kid play against them? And that's sometimes it's the only way you can get any kind of reference on them.
0: Right. So as far as the rest of the draft, um, you know, like I said, I think I think both the all, a lot of a lot of boxes were checked. I mean, that's all I'm gonna say is that you know it's you, you really have to work to be upset about this draft. You really have to find. Mm-hmm. You have
2: I to, gave it a C plus, man. Yeah. What? Yeah, because we didn't get a quarterback and we didn't address the running back room.
1: I don't think we have enough time to develop a rookie in this current situation. Anyway, I think it's a lost.
2: Alex Gore or Andrew Gordon or whatever his name is, the but Gordon kid was there. Him. He went undrafted. I know, but we could have put him in
0: our UDFA's. And Apparently, like, they were interested in that Denucci guy that the that the Cowboys ended up drafting. There was also some rumor that they were. Kind of interested in Luton. I think they made some UDFA offers. I think the
1: UDFA um, thing that that's, I mean, back to the story, the nice story. I mean, how many UDFA quarterbacks actually do with anything? Honestly.
0: No, they should just have 10 rounds. Yeah. Like, honestly, you know, a lot of people think the UDFA thing is garbage. It's,
1: I mean, you could get some nice practice squad guys. You fall in love with a guy who ends up on Pittsburgh last year. like, And then the wide receiver we got ended up in Tampa. I mean,
0: it, I mean I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about the UDFAs. We did get the alignment from LSU um, off of... UDFA. We did get a big ass receiver slash tight end from Kentucky. Wagner, Very raw. Yeah. yeah. Six foot five. Uh, we got a running back from Oregon State who looks okay. Is
2: it Oregon like or Arizona State? Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're ramming our beaver. Nice.
1: I do like him. I, <laughs> he he actually he, he can take it to the house. Um, mm-hmm. he can break tackles with linebackers. The 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 vision's not that great, but. I think he could definitely crack the roster.
0: One well, thing wow, already a got a offensive lineman from Yale. Um,
1: Jackie Slater spoke very highly of that kid. I guess.
2: Well, that's a good that's a good voice to have in your corner. Yeah, Slater I mean, was a beast for the Rams. Yeah. And There's another guy too from Buffalo. God,
0: where's fifty two? Mini Mac, <laughs> Mac and Cheese. <laughs> Mac you
1: Remember Casey Urlacher? No. You don't? When they brought Erlacher? I Urlacher, do, but it
0: was me being silly.
1: <laughs> Looked just like a, a little version he, of he, Urlacher? He,
0: he, 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 he's, Casey Erlacher's in jail, isn't he, right now? Or uh, almost in jail? Damn. He, well, he's the mayor of a suburban town. Oh, out that's here. right. And, and he got, got yoked yeah. out. Yeah, And there was there some, something. That, yeah, there was some. Um, Conspiracy theorists that when Urlacher was at the White House, that he was trying to talk to Trump about getting a pardon or something for his brother, oh, um, because dad. Casey Casey's, uh, Casey got himself in a little. Well, he's, he's an Illinois politician, so that's corruption. <laughs> wow, I mean, that's corruption incorporated, basically. So, I mean, that, that is what it is. But yeah, back to uh, no,
1: no, Max better than Erl like
2: yeah, brother. But absolutely. I just don't
1: I, I was I was more excited about what Chuck if he Harris makes out this of Buffalo roster. last year. What if thought, he makes the roster? I don't see it, but I, I think that you remember how I mean AA really liked Chuck Harris out of Buffalo, out of the University of Buffalo last year. Yeah. Defensive end. I think he was a better prospect than Ladarius. I think he, he's. He, he, I went back and watched Max actual Khalil's Buffalo Buffalo tape, and then I watched I watched Ladarius. It, it's not a whole nother. No, world.
2: of course it's not. It's a you know what I mean. Different person, different body. Right, well you are
0: talking about a number five overall pick versus a UDFA who barely has played football. Yeah,
1: I think it's nice. It's a nice story, and I think the Bears media will eat it up.
2: Who, does, who was it, Vince that? <laughs> Mac went to Ryan and said, hey, drive my, get my brother.
1: Yeah. I was some. like, yes, sir. Well, that, that's, what Mac, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Mac did to get him in
0: Buffalo. He was right, playing oh,
1: Co basketball or something.
0: Oh, man, this is my brother. This is my brother Ladarius. My brother Ladarius wants to be a bear, okay? Okay, yeah. my-
2: Okay, Coyote. I'm sorry.
1: The University and of Buffalo is like, my brother My brother didn't even play high school football. He just played basketball. He played Juco basketball. He wants to play Buffalo. Okay, Coyote. That's pretty
2: impressive. If he's playing football at a college level and not played it at a high school level, it's I mean, he a looks a little bit of athleticism. He, like he looks like an athlete. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. looks he just, like, I mean, you know, it, uh, it, it, keeps that,
2: your, it makes for a good story.
0: I, and as I said, I think he's he has a good chance to be better than Josh Woods. <laughs> like, I mean, Josh Woods made this roster, and that guy played play
1: middle linebacker more than anything. Like in the
0: cool, yeah. I need that. Yep. I mean, I was I wanted the kid, uh, that Shaq Quarterman kid from Miami, and somebody swooped him, which I was kind of, I was like, damn, I would have liked to, you know, get a guy, just a guy that just is a tackler. You know?
1: Everybody knew Cleo Cleo brother was there, though. If
0: this kid was really, really oh, good. absolutely. I don't think that he, he wasn't talented enough to be drafted. I don't. I don't Even think what that put name in, put oh, enough yeah. on tape. You know, and, and this is kind of funny because there's a lot of this is a year, and it's going to keep going like this. But this is a year where it's a lot of sons of former players. And, you know, like, it just, you know, and that keeps going. So like the older we get. I'm sure that happens more and more. Yeah. Um, you know, but you saw, and they even brought up, like, I mean, I guess I guess the Cole Komet's dad played. For Purdue,
1: defensive end. His
0: brother and played. Was, or no, his uncle played for Houston for years. Offensive right. line, I believe. But his, but his dad was a, on the Bears, I believe, briefly. Frank yes. Komet. They were yes. talking Larry Mayer had a had something he was talking about um, Oh
1: was he? I know he played yeah. defensive end at Purdue.
2: No, I believe No, you're right. He was a he was a lineman for the Bears for like two, yeah. a year or two.
1: Yeah. his father? Yep. I believe so.
2: Do, 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 do. As we go look for it. Yeah, I I, I didn't hear that. I, um I, but, yeah, he he was on the Bears. We know that. It is stated fact. Nice. And I think Adam Johns immediately roasted him from being old.
0: So, <laughs> oh, really? Larry Mayer said, from the small world file, I live five minutes from Bears top pick Cole Komet. I covered his dad, Frank, when he was with the Bears in 1993, and Cole's grandfather, Dave, was my high school gym teacher at Niles North. So there's lunch with Larry. There you but, go. Yeah, I guess Frank Comet was on the Bears.
2: Prepare for the fluff pieces, Diddy.
0: <laughs> I mean, they made them about Dax
1: Raymond, So I think when you I, get over the fact that he was from Notre Dame. Hey,
2: man, I don't care. You need to be a he fan. I'll be a fan as long as he produces. Exactly. But I'll laugh if the Kentucky kid beats him out. I'm just going to say it.
1: <laughs> no, God, no. Wagner? No, he's going to be a practice squad guy.
2: I'm glad that they're. I mean, they've taken the kicker, the kicker competition approach to tight end. I guess next year it'll be quarterback. There'll be eight of them in.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we'll definitely have like, like we'll def, definitely
2: next the next beat death match. we we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll
1: have we'll have more of a clear picture of every, all the UDFAs, so we'll be able to kind of just chop into that a little bit more I mean we kind of kind of liked a couple guys that they brought in last year we, all the hype and it was the best UDFA class the Bears yeah. had yeah I'm not doing even.
0: that this year right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not hitching my start in any of these broke what is, ass wagons
2: what's the one thing that you took away from the draft as a whole as far as like you know the one thing I learned was that Oh, the uh, offensive linemen were way overvalued. People had their mocks, and the mocks pushed them up way higher than any of them actually went, with the exception of Runyon, who actually went higher than I thought he was going to.
1: I think it was a tough draft to mock anyway because of all all the limitations of how everything changed. I I think – Yeah. There weren't there weren't trade there weren't as many trades. There the guys didn't get the the in person visits, and I think that that makes a little bit of a difference. Last minute doctor stuff makes guys fall. I, I just think that like what I took out of it is that we needed this. Um, it was cool to see how resilient we can be when we have to face this kind of adversity, just as a country. Like that what the NFL did. It was really Northwest cool that they, could, they. No, no, they continued. <laughs> it, to Hold me, on. it was inspirational in the sense that we were trying to keep things as normal as possible with our limitations, and and this is what what can be done when people come together and, and, and try do, to. Do you think still this could be the future of something. the
2: draft? Do you think this could be the future of the draft? No,
1: there's too much. There's too much money for the cities that host it, and it's too, and the NFL.
0: Yeah, but I mean, when you, like, you let's start to get a look at the economics, because I guarantee you this draft costs a lot less money to put on. Now, I don't think it's ever going to be with all the, all the talking heads not in the studio, but it costs a whole lot less money to go have a little camera set up and... 50 or 75 prospects houses than it does to fly these people out there and set up this big show. And, I mean, I I, don't, I would be surprised if the NFL actually makes a ton of money on the actual event.
1: No, I'm talking now, about this, this actual city that hosts it, though. It's big for them. It's a big economy. It is. It's, it it's is. their economy.
0: Well, and, um, and Goodell made an announcement that it's going to be in Vegas next year. No, as a consolation years. prize.
1: No, I think I'm it's two years about. from now. The, oh, the next two years next are locked. Year. I Ugh. thought it was two years. I don't know, but I know they have like the next three drafts are, are locked where they're going to be. Uh, okay. I think it's like one of the cities is Cleveland. I'm like, why? But um, it's it's also good for the fan experience. Yeah, fan
0: experience I agree. No I, just, I think that there are going to be elements of this that that yes will will change. I will I will I say think, this. I think you are going to see more uh, I think you're going to see more cameras in homes because I think that that, that, that is sells. something that people liked about this it kept people watching Same. getting to see the living rooms getting to see them because people are a lot more comfortable sitting in their living room and you know jumping up and down and then they would be in, in a theater and you know you can you can you can have a lot more of that. And I think that, that the drama sold it. But I think ESPN did a kind of a weird thing where it seemed like they dug up. They, they seemed to have feel the need to dig up a piece of like sad history on all of them. And yeah, I, and I guess a, yeah, a lot this, of them.
1: This guy's mom was a drug addict.
0: Right. It's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. whoa. Like, why do we need to know that? Like, that's not necessary. Like, you know, it's, a lot of these guys did have inspirational stories about. You know, parents passing and this, that, and the other, but it's, like, little stuff like that. I was just, like, we, like, you don't have to click on the controversy tab on the Wikipedia page, you There's know. Some like, funny
1: stuff, too, though. Like, I think it yeah. was at Eason's house. Like, it must have been his brother or something comes out of the back room putting a shirt on. His girl's fixing her hair. I'm like, huh, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, well, and, and I thought it was, like, seeing all the coaches was was awesome. Like, Vrabel and his weird kids and, you know, like, He'll all the Giving a shit and yeah, putting his I'll dog right at the table. And House and putting his dog at the table. And then uh, Cliff Kingsbury in his super pimped-out house looking like, you know, he's on, on a set of ballers or whatever. And, um, you know, I mean, I just think, Very like – Cliff, it's time to come to bed. It's yeah, It's kind of hard. To, it's kind of hard to judge it because we're so starved for anything. Like so, I think in some ways, we, I think
2: the coolest thing was then the NFL could sell it to really hard is the family aspect. Right. How many I people were there with their families and yeah. just?
0: I think that's something they'll keep. I I would think that they'll be they'll still be the top thirty two. Like the you first, be like- the first night of the draft, I think will be very similar. But I think what you're going to see is the se- second through seventh round is going to look a lot more like what we saw.
2: Roger Goodell going to have to get on the, get on the
0: juice or something, man, because he was fading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but well, I just, that's just, the thing just, that they can't do. Was normally he wouldn't have normally he wouldn't have set all those picks. They would have had the 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 honorary team members announce them but they couldn't that was just too much
1: this was right. big for the sports fans it was big for the sports networks do you know right. what i mean it, it's a really Absolutely. i just think it's really right. awesome that they were able to pull this off and i think they right. did a hell of a job everything all things considered
0: yeah and and you know i think uh i think they're getting better at doing this i mean you see how people are kind of having to learn how to to navigate yes. this technology you know um so I think
1: if if the player if the the way these teams drafted ends up being fine and they feel like it's like you you said we don't know how life's going to be after this thing's over. Sure. So so with the restrictions and the travel and all that stuff, like these meetings may not have to happen in person to to check out these prospects. They, maybe there will be more of the phone stuff, and that that side of it may change. There there could be some change from this. I I agree with you on that.
0: Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think as you go this, you know, there's a lot of people I've already heard that the move to work from home, they feel like maybe something that is somewhat permanent after this, because companies are realizing, wait, we don't need all you people. In why right do you all come to this building? Why do we pay all this money, you know, for? Um, you know, for rent, for this office and all this crap, you know what I mean? And what's cool about that for somebody is that if you work from home, all your shit is you get to write it all off, (laughs) Right. you know, like, Oh yeah, I use uh, my internet, the computer, like the cable, like everything you go. When you work from home, you write everything off. So, I mean, that's cool. Um, (laughs) so yeah i mean i thought it was fun you know i mean obviously we needed it we needed something to freaking watch Definitely. And, and it was cool um i think that probably the only people that didn't enjoy the draft were the packers fans and the patriots fans and so to me that only makes it more <laughs> enjoyable if we got to talk about this
2: packer draft yes how do you feel how you feeling over there aaron Rodgers? yikes
1: I mean, that's, gonna, that's gonna cause some bullshit. I mean, they haven't—they've never given him a first-round skill position player. That, that's just
0: insane. Thirty-six wide receivers were taken in this draft, and not a single one was taken by the Green Bay Packers. That's surprising. And they—I mean, Devin Funchess. Like, I, sure, they have Devonte Adams. He's top-five receiver in the league. Great. I mean, they, they've
1: never like, really been able to get the tight end position quite I'd right, either.
0: No, they can't get the tight You know, they haven't had – we've talked about it on the show. They haven't had a great tight end since, like, you know, Jermichael Finley. I, mean, yeah. I don't know if he's great, but – Chimura, maybe? He's – Finley, Finley's anchor Chimura. Yeah. Finley was – Finley crossed over with Rodgers. With, uh, Rogers.
1: No, no, I know. I'm just saying right. Chewy was like the last guy that I thought was... Oh, like, he was, like, yeah, like, really good. Like, yeah.
2: Bubba Franks, Shumura. Who's um, the guy that's at Oakland now? Or not Oakland, but... He okay. had a hell of a year. You know what I'm talking
0: oh, Jared about. Jared Cook. Cook? Jared yeah, Cook.
2: Cook yeah. had a good but, year.
0: Right. But he was supposed to... I mean, they've had a parade of guys who were supposed to be the next guy. Um, but Rodgers doesn't really, you know... I don't know. He doesn't really utilize the tight end that much. So yeah, I mean, I don't I, like that. The love pick to trade I don't know about up. About To right, yeah. <laughs> to trade up to get love is really something. I'm well, you,
2: I, I really hope that they miss on him.
0: Even if they don't, it's bizarre because you – the way that they did their with- contract is they are screwed. I mean, so let's say – For two we, years. They're screwed for longer than that. 2022, they cut him, okay? They are on the hook for $17 million in dead cap in 2022. That I believe even if they let Love two million, but they they are going to you know like you have to get Love in there. He's got to play.
1: He's only twenty one, so like even if they let him sit for three years, he'll be twenty four.
0: Yeah, but but then he's going to get to his fifth year, and not you're not story. even gonna know what you have. Like I just, it's not like Rogers sitting behind Favre. That was a different. That was different. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. Like, I just think it's weird. I, if, you, if you're Rodgers, I don't know how, you, how do you not feel like what the fuck about it? Well,
1: Will Bond, I, Will Bond said he sees him ending up on the Bears in the next couple of years.
2: There won't be a direct line because even Favre didn't have to, he couldn't take a direct line. He had to go to the Jets first.
0: Right. I mean, they, the Packers would never trade him to the Bears. Like, Never. Not even with their no owner shit, like they would never do that, so it would have to be you know something else, but I mean, like I think we were saying last night would you would you be cool with it? Yes, absolutely, like I mean, kidding me, we'd take but him and The in our,
1: fans probably take it a lot harder too, because they're paper owners,
0: right that's true, <laughs> yeah, they really own they really own uh, paper.
2: Mm. Uh, hey, in time in times like this, paper is essential. And if you really need to wipe your ass, you've got something worth wiping. Yes, Packer yes, fans,
1: donate your paper that says you own the team for people that come, so that we can wipe our asses with it.
0: <laughs> I, I, they they had some weird ass picks. I'm always their, lear- like, man, I'm always
2: leery of picking on them about their draft picks because uh, they don't
0: fuckers. they don't draft that great. Yeah, but... Mm. They've done better with Gutekunst than, than they have in the past. Yeah. Uh, I just, like... Think...
2: Who do you think had the best draft? If you're just kind of looking at it, eyeball it, just like, wow, they really fucking murdered it. Denver
1: got pretty explosive.
0: Yeah, I like Denver's picks. Um, I think that the Rams did really well. I um, the like their draft a lot. The Ravens are like... I mean, the Ravens just have load. a clinic. A clinic. Seattle,
1: Seattle drafts pretty well, too. Except for linemen.
2: Yeah. As they're all leaving now and becoming fodder.
1: I think Detroit did some decent things, too.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, I think Detroit made some nice picks. They got Swift. They they picked up Akuda. I mean, ultimately Akuda's is just replacing Slay. But so I think they're pushing that, that run, They're pushing that running back room too. Well, I mean, you've got to. I mean, they, they you know they are with running backs what we are with tight ends. They cannot yeah. find a running back. They have not, you know, even when they find one, then he gets hurt. So. I I just, Minnesota yeah. had a shit ton of picks. What,
2: 15? fifteen?
0: Yeah, they draft picks. So many picks, they were trading them to us. No. Like you don't usually see that happen in the division. No.
2: No,
1: I was surprised.
0: I think they made nice picks. I think, I think, uh, I think they had a decent draft. Again, I think they're they're replacing formerly very, you know, very productive good players. So it's it's. I don't know if they net got better for next season. I mean.
2: They didn't draft anybody from Notre Dame, did they? Uh,
0: I don't think that they did. Notre Dame had five, five players drafted. LSU by far was, I think they had 14 players drafted. Like basically the entire starting offense was drafted. Um, I will say one of the. Sneaky picks that I thought was is going to be going to be pretty sick is that uh, Edwards-Hilaire going to the Chiefs? That was yeah. We talked about that on our on our Zoom thing, like that, which was fun, by the way. That, that was fun, yeah, that was fun. That's that's the good doing? thing. I don't know what, what's he what what doing. <laughs> he's he's finding a, it <laughs> finding, a, finding a tailgate oh and he wants to be yeah, in a tailgate that's overplayed uh but justin jefferson's good from lsu the vikings got gladney um a lot of people were talking crap about the uh ezra cleveland pick but whatever um i don't know what that means you know um I was—I don't know anything about that Wanham guy, but I was just looking up his his draft scout notes, and that didn't really look that interesting. Like I would say, they got a lot of guys. I don't know if any of them are that great. I mean, other than the first, um, the first few, um, I just think like remember that when we were talking about freaking. The, the kicker from the Patriots. I mean, how about that draft pick? This guy's like, got kind of like.
2: The one that know. went before Jake
0: Fromm? Yes! talking <laughs> <laughs> about kickers now, man. But like, wh- that is freaking so out of left field. The Patriots draft was so bizarre. Like, they just, you know, it was like, and then the Bills just like, oh yeah, we'll just take a few tight ends now. And, um,. Like just so random. Like they, Kyle Duggar, they traded back like three times.
1: Was that one of the Duggars from like the Twenty Kids and Counting Duggars?
0: (laughs) No, Uh. some small school safety. I mean Bears, you know Bears fans were talking about him. I don't really know. I don't really know much about him. I mean, two tight ends, a CC and Keen. Like who? I don't know. A couple of guards. Like it's all over the place it's super random and then this kicker who's got like you know like white power tattoos <laughs> it's just like what is happening I don't know like, like Belichick might be slipping He looks like he's ready to retire to his little house and then tuck it and like chill with his new with his girlfriend and his dog
2: I'd probably put the pick in Life being so sweet without Tom, <laughs> Tommy Boy and Gronk. Yeah, Gronk yeah. got traded for a fourth. Okay, hey, yeah. you know good move by them for getting something out of a guy that was basically going to be retired. So I. You were going to have to you know, pay
0: him ten million.
2: Oh yeah, bye.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they got a draft pick and they got they got to unload that.
0: I would say also that the Raiders draft was kind of suspect. They went I mean, speed okay. early and often. All right, but then you take the the second corner Damon in our in the first round, number nineteen overall. Like that was random as hell. I mean, it's going
1: um, to be interesting to see how it plays out. We got to wait till these guys get on the field.
0: Yeah, I just think it was random. It was a name that nobody was expecting there. Like you know, and I mean, obviously they saw what they saw. I'm not gonna you know sit here yeah, and that
1: draft expert Mayock though, man. You can't question that.
0: Yeah right. I just thought it was random. I mean, and you know, and of course everybody, you know, wants to stack up the the Mac trade, and and you know, it doesn't. It looks, you know, it looks a lot better on paper for us. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it always did. I mean, I don't think they were gonna, you know. I mean, you trade a future Hall of Famer, it's kind of gonna be lopsided in your favor, but, um, but yeah. I mean, I just like, I don't see how you're sitting there as a Packer fan, and you can even spin this. As you know, as so amazing. I mean, they end up taking Runyon. Um, Maybe we should put a put a phone call into our buddy Dusty. Yeah, well, I saw him on Twitter. He was definitely having some pretty visceral reactions to stuff. So it'd be interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> he also how said, he, said comes.
1: he wanted Taylor Gabriel.
0: Yeah, makes, I mean, I think sense. Gabriel is Gabriel is going to sign on Monday somewhere. If he's he's probably already signed, they just can't announce it. I would uh, say
1: the Niners at this point.
0: I uh, yeah, drafted, uh, I mean, the, the the Niners end up get, sending uh, they, they they required Marquise Lee, and then they sent him to the Eagles. They got Trent Williams. Yeah, how With about St- that? Staley's going to retire. But they, they did draft Ayuk from an Arizona State, so mm-hmm. and they drafted Jawan Jennings in the seventh round. That's a pretty good pick in the seventh round. Yeah, I
1: just know Gabriel could step right in and pick up Shanahan's system. No problem. He played in Atlanta.
0: I agree. You said that before, and I think it was a good take then. I think it's a good take now. I'm just saying based on their draft, I don't know if that seems as likely. Like I would look for him. like The Packers contracts have got to be something, too. Packers might make more sense at
2: this point. Ugh. Um. You know. That would be but exactly what we're uh, Ultimately,
1: I really think we we end of the day. Oh. I think, we got be- I think we got better with this draft.
2: Yeah. I think we did too. I think and this might just like this might go down as list. Pace's
0: best draft. Hey, I mean, less first-round picks he can he has to mess up the better, as far yeah, as I'm concerned. To agree with you. Like, I, I would care. love to. Like, if you could make trades where you pick up players like Khalil Mack, I say trade your first-round picks all the time. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, the, I'm not even gonna, yeah, I'm not even going. Yeah, I'm not going to. People who are actually <laughs> trying to go back on that trade, I'm like, you got to be I mean We're good. Yeah, like, I,
0: you know, I'm not going to like. You have a a sure thing for the next five to seven years, or a 50-50 shot. It's not even yeah,
1: a and pass, like, rusher, uh, a pass rusher is one of the hardest things to gauge out of college. I mean, there's your guarantees, right? There's one in every draft maybe, but, like, they're very hard to right. come by. An elite pass rusher, you take that shot when you got it.
0: Right, and even when they pan out, it doesn't necessarily equate to – to winning, you know what I mean? Like you add like you add an elite pass rusher to a bad team, it doesn't make you a good team. Right. Whereas trade first round picks to take a good team and add an elite pass rusher, that can take you over the hump of the hump. So it's almost like, you know, you could argue one way or the other, but a lot of times, you know, I like I don't think that Chase Young is gonna turn the Redskins into a playoff team. I mean I think Ron Rivera might you know, have something to say with that, but I'm saying like,
2: you got a Darius Geis that's going to be coming back off of yet another knee injury.
0: Yeah.
2: It could be a team to watch out for in the East, but Dallas, God, Dallas is going to be a tough team to beat.
0: Yeah. Dallas. I mean, their defense, I still think, you know, I mean, I I think they, they, they answered some questions with it, but I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not sold on their pass rush because they really haven't replaced Quinn. I agree. Um,
1: Think about that, man. Quinn and Matt, the defense—I'm really excited about. Like, but I just don't know. I just don't know if we're being sold a bag of shit with this the actual QB competition. It remains to be seen. I'm hoping Foles wins out. Listen,
0: like as I was saying to you last night, like I don't—we still don't need Foles to be like amazing. Like we don't, you know. Like,
1: oh, oh no, no, I'm just saying—is is it really going to be a competition? No, uh,
0: Foles, is Foles is here to. To, that's his job. I hope so. I don't think it's like I don't think he came here to you know to to not start. And and even if Mitch ends up getting the start in the first game or something, I don't think he's going to hold it for long. And that might ultimately. I, I would be better. more
1: confident in that. And I know, like I said, it, the way I justified it, it really isn't a good year to bring a rookie in. But if they did, then I definitely say yes. This is full's job. But the fact that they didn't really bring anybody in, I don't know. Well, I, I don't
0: know. I'm just pissed that I, I wanted to root for Jalen Hurts, but now he's on the Eagles. This makes it harder for me to do that. Yep.
1: What but did NFL memes put out? now no, they're, 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 they're keeping it. <laughs> Jalen down Hurts. Down down the... down Wentz Hurts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, I – Honestly, like I, I like that pick. I mean, I think Eagle fans are all freaking out about the Rager pick and Boo Donovan um, McNabb. Man, that's like yeah, yeah, they're crazy. They're like they make us look like they make Bears fans look fucking completely sane. Yeah. Uh, ouch. The
1: McNabb they were booing. It was just like yeah.
0: I I, I like the Hurts pick. I think he's going to be a good player, and I think they made a good pick. And and if I was them, I would have picked a quarterback too because. You, you can't trust Wentz. I mean, how many times has he been hurt?
1: Yeah, but Hertz is also a guy you could bring in on just like trick plays too.
2: Right. Pack So You can do All a lot right. with You can do a lot with him. Probably I don't know. Before. We got better. We didn't really feel that. Yeah. Nagy's got too many damn play sheets. We learned that. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho. Yeah,
1: that wasn't weird. That's
2: Weird. weird. It's Can't everything we talked about, though. Can you pick
0: me a bear? Can a, be a bear? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's him and his buddies up in the treehouse just drawing plays and making play sheets. It's, like, it's everything we thought. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, oh, that one right there.
0: That's when I, when I, had,
2: a key. That's when I had a 22-6 to lead over to Titans and Titans and Blue.
0: Yeah, what's crazy I, like, I, that's like what Mitch sees when his eyes close at night. Oh like, my god! Like he sees like play sheets just like floating around and like they're everywhere and he can't. Sheets like, oh! like, like, like imagine, imagine like
1: we're riding Disney like all yeah, like,
2: you. like well, wouldn't be the first like, quarterback
0: to say something like that. Aggie brings Mitch over to his house. And it's like, oh, you got, I gotta show you my new office. And he brings him in, the lights off, and he turns on the light. Oh, his play sheets are... And Mitch is just like... Oh. Goes <laughs> 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 running, screaming from the house, jumps in the Camry, drives, <laughs> drives yeah, back to
1: I don't think Mitch would have, be very comfortable in that room.
0: <laughs> Dude, who would? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like... A weird
2: like space.
0: Like
1: hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's like fat stuff they could just peel off they didn't like really go to work on that oh, I bet that's no that's
0: that's that's like wallpaper. <sighs> <laughs>
2: you're as disgusted as you are disappointed right
0: but they either they they did one of two things they actually wallpapered the actual play cards to the to the wall or they scanned them and they uploaded them to the wall to like the wallpaper design company because you can design your own wallpaper now and and custom order it so you want you know they could have wallpaper that looks like these backdrops or like whatever so they oh. could have done that but I, my theory is that it's the actual play cards
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Which is creepier? <laughs> <laughs> out of a murder mystery. It's like, you won the
0: Super Bowl, dude! Like laces out, Dan. <laughs> like, you know, these are not the play cards from your from your triumphs. You know, like you got the play card from from the Kansas City playoff game against Tennessee. Got that one? Got the play card from the Eagles game where you. You have the Saints game on there. Like, what are these cards? You know, like it's not like it's not like they're the lineup cards. You know, from your from your World Series championships. Like, I don't know. It's just a, it's it weird. weird. Like, like either his either his wife thought she did something amazing, or but you know he's got a heart. Or she just
1: be busting his
0: balls. Yeah, maybe. Hilarious. Yeah, like it's just yeah, like it's, it's, a weird flag, uh, it's but... be obsessed. That's pretty obsessed. Be a little oh, less obsessed. I thought it was the. I thought the Bears had a new slogan, but it was just the draft had the had the slogan. Greatness is a choice.
2: Oh, chasing decent, huh?
1: Yeah. I wonder if Nagy just uses it as a library. Sure, it's Let me see what now. I did. Let's see the play that I chose. Then okay, I'll add this one in.
0: Like. Yeah, well, and I mean that's what it is. It's like it's like every every uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where he's. Pain and shit with. On this card, over here, and this card, and if we had run this one over here, this would have worked, and this is this is a parky card. <laughs> 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 <It's>
2: like, a <laughs> uh, <parky. laughs> Oh my god.
0: So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. It's uh, it's all the news. that's fit to print. there's really nothing else worth talking about other than that Jake Cutler got divorced. But who fucking cares?
2: Oh, Nashville's gonna care. Set
0: up that A&E Nashville, back. watch out. Cavalry oh, Cavalier.
1: Right, I feel bad for Jay, single millionaire in Nashville. Sure yeah,
0: you know. oh, yeah. What's he gonna do? Oh no. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Like they didn't they didn't, uh, they didn't spend that much time together. You know, because she was super busy, and now they're forced to spend all this time together.
1: I'm saying, if you if you are a lawyer and just get into, the, you're going to be making so much money on divorces after this.
0: He's going to get paid. I mean, she's worth more than him right now.
1: I don't know about their worth, net worth. I'm just saying in general, like divorce attorneys. Like I'm talking like nationwide. Like, For sure, she's real now. That like they hate each other. You can try to like you try. Like, stay you stay have, thirsty, like, relationships. my friends. Yeah, right. People people can avoid each other more.
0: But I'm I'm That's saying gonna he, now. he's gonna get paid like a, like Adele's ex husband, you know, like he's gonna get he's gonna be sitting pretty like because he hasn't made money in a long ass time. She's been cleaning up her stores and like her online shit, you know, I and mean? he talks about how, how well she's doing. He's he's gonna get the well, I mean, his... he's he invested in all that too. Correct. Mm. But I mean, that's the reason that it, you know, it was his money that, his seed money. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, anyway, I just think it's funny. Like, uh, like and I, honestly, like, I hope that it means, you know. That Isn't it
2: bizarre can... that they put it out on Instagram, though? It's just like.
0: No, that's really? the the world now. She communicates, she's on Instagram constantly.
2: But this is, to me, is just, I don't know, you just don't.
0: When it was. I guess they were like trapped in Mexico with their with their hairstylist or something. Like oh, I, don't know. I bet somebody was trapped in Mexico with a hairstylist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing's weird. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they have the camera crew there. But uh, I hope they filmed it. <laughs> yeah, but even that, like, like I don't know. I thought that that if Jay had Instagram thing was fake, but I no, think it's um, verified. that's verified. Right. Um, Right. So, like, that was actually, like, I always thought that was, like, a joke. Like, My wife
1: told me about it. I'm like, that's not real. Jay doesn't have social media. Show me today. I'm like, really?
0: I think she was kind of running it for him a little bit. Like, okay. it, was like it was like, you know, like, it was, like, for the brand. But it is, you know, but I think ultimately it's his account. Um, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It was. Uh... I'm really upset about it. I know that. Yeah, yeah, super upset. Super upset.
2: Who was he married to again?
0: Kristen Cavallari, crazy anti vaxxer I'm not gonna act really sure. Yeah, crazy.
2: I'm
0: not gonna act like one. Right. Well, that that's not. I'm not talking about
1: that. I wouldn't marry it. I mean, yeah, but crazy can be fun.
0: Correct. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we'll see. Maybe he gets a maybe he gets a commentary commentator job.
2: Maybe he's the fourth quarterback for your Chicago Bears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a story. Jake comes in for the competition. There we
0: go. Well, that's the other thing. Is like, does Cam Newton ride into New England on a white horse? I don't
2: really
0: give a fuck. That that oh, really- white.
2: Horse, <laughs> really. Wrong.
1: I like, I, don't, yeah. I don't want anybody to go rolling in the New England. Let Does him suffer he, for a little bit.
0: Yeah, maybe he's. Yeah, is he, uh, I don't know. Similar I Glad Winston's going to be the third quarterback in in the the Saints. I mean, it's really, be the second quarterback, but they, he's making. He's probably going to make less money than Taysom Hill.
2: Would you put Taysom Hill at quarterback or would you put Jameis Winston? No,
0: but no, so we were you don't bring trying, in we're trying to sell goods that Taysom Hill is like, you know, something. I don't know if they were just trying to get trade for him or something, but Correct. it's bullshit. If he
2: was something, they would
0: already make the move. Yeah, I mean, basically, Winston's trying to be the next Bridgewater.
1: Winston took less money to go to New Orleans. I think Pittsburgh offered him more. You wow, what I heard.
2: And That's that was that was one that you had called, though. You said he'd you, be good in Pittsburgh behind Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah, I did. I thought he would be.
2: I guess he didn't think so. Maybe he wants to get back
1: at Tampa.
0: <laughs> could I, be. So I wonder what other offers he had. I mean, I would, you know, like, if I was the Jets, I would I would have looked at him. Um, Giants? No.
2: Who's behind Jones. I don't know nobody. Nobody, nobody. good. Exactly.
1: Luletta, who I did like out of the draft, but I yeah. He had Luletta, the, he had, yeah. I don't know if he's still there or not. I think he is. I know he went
0: to jail. I mean, yeah, maybe you know it might have Seattle might have been a spot for him, but now they drafted Gordon. Well, well are they un- undrafted. undrafted. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Sorry, Patrick Shelton. Your boy. Sorry, P. Cells. felt like a felt like
2: a I think it tells you a lot about how the people thought about the quarterbacks in the draft. I think you learned about how they felt about the offensive linemen in this draft.
0: But I think what Diddy says about them, the, about people realizing with the with the shortened offseason, projects is not what you wanted. And right. I think that's, that was what was king in the draft. With they drafted a lot of chalk, you know. I mean. Gordon had a lot of production, but his mechanics – Right. A lot of room. Although, so does Cole McDonald's mechanics too. I mean, he's got funky mechanics, but I think he's a little more just athletic in general. I agree. So, I wouldn't
1: mind the Bears picking him up as an undrafted free agent, though. But <laughs> it just didn't
2: happen. Does this year we see Tyler Bray? No.
0: God, I hope not. We're in trouble that you what last thing before we go is do you think that they pick up the fifth year option on mitch
1: would no. i know
2: could i see pace doing it yes i say no and no no one cost too hey, much unless the only way you pick up a fifth year option is if he finds a way wins the quarterback competition Shows something
0: completely that he hasn't yeah, they shown. Decide by May fourth.
1: Right. If this the, my thing is, if they, if this is a true competition, and they want to sell it like that. You pick up the fifth year because now you're okay. really, you're really showing my it's a true competition. So I, I don't know. I think he, I think he might. I, do reason, I agree with it? No.
0: They're picking up is to to hedge your bets that if he does ball out. That you have them locked up.
1: And you also show the optics that this is a true competition if you pick up the fifth year.
2: That's true.
0: Right. Um, But the reason you don't is just because you don't, you know. You're tired. Well, I think they already showed that with Trey Burton. You're just sending a message kind of saying, like, you know what, like, we're not, you know, you got to prove it. Like, it's really prove it. Mm-hmm. I, no, I think a good point was made. It was Lester. Wilfong again said that it's basically it's 24 million. It's basically the same as the franchise tag, because even if he balls out, they could still franchise tag him if they want without the fifth year option. So, like, they still have some protection against just losing him outright. Right. If, if for some reason it lets oh, even uh, if he doesn't ball out, let's say that. Full sucks or gets hurt, and Mitch is just whatever. And then we're sitting here with like no quarterbacks. Yeah, like no quarterbacks, which is... unfortunate. That that's, that's, that's a that's a thing that could happen. Um, you could you could, and but Mitch, let's say Mitch uh, comes close to 2018 and showing a little bit of promise, then you could franchise him for one year and kind of make him prove it again.
1: I'm not writing him off yet either. I mean, I am. I want, to. I want to. I want. I want. I, I, mean, I like I said, I, yeah. I want them to work out just because I love this team. Right. But,
0: cheer, cheer on Sunday, boo on Monday, but I, I just think like. To me, it it makes everything a lot easier if they can just walk away, after this season, like. Because it's just it's it's kind of setting up that way. It's just setting up for that like it's it, it to me it would complicate things a lot more if, if he has a, a another 2018 year cuz i just don't think there's a, i don't i don't foresee a scenario where he plays any better than that
2: Fair. i think yeah, that would uh, complicate things i'll say that we don't pick it up though i think it's a very much a Trey Burton situation that we're done we're done with
0: you. yeah i think it's i think it's it's going to be part of the overall message of Prove It. Yeah. Like, you know, because Foles, Foles basically negotiated himself down to a Prove It contract, even though he's still going to get his money, basically. But, you know, he so I think it kind of puts them on equal footing to not pick up the option. True. So that's what I think. Anyway, that's it. That's the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for following us on Twitter. Check out the other uh, the other little fun handle that I came up with, the Robo Cole, because uh, Nagy called uh, Cole Command Robocop. So it's Robo underscore Cole. Um, fun part with man, them. part machine,
2: all bears okay. side in.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, check out everything that's going on with the Brawl Network. Uh, I think you touched on it briefly. There's a new show uh, with. Des Clark, uh, that's coming Brandon, out.
2: Brandon uh, Brandon Jackson too from the
0: Packers today. Yeah, Brandon Jackson's going to be on the Titletown Brawl now. He's added to the to the regular uh, host list of that show, so that's cool for them. Byron Chamberlain break down that. Yeah, I got Byron Chamberlain and the the Vikings. Um, so big things happening, and uh, we it's will be here. decent. Get that wow.
2: good. Get that good. Chasing
0: decent. more chasing decent. That one come oh. in. Boom. Chasing decent shirt. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, buddy. Me too. I can't wait to get
0: it. Check it out. Look for those. Look out for the fanatics links. We're gonna have a bunch of retail uh, online stuff uh, links launching soon. Different ways for you to uh, save money and uh, just appreciate everybody. Appreciate you listening. Just another episode of the DA Tailgate Show.
2: The Byrus. The draft is over.
0: Thank you. The God.
2: commit the goat. The, the ham pigs. pig. I the pig ham. That. Ham <laughs> <laughs> bear <Robo> pig. Rumble hole. Ham bear pig.
1: Touchdown Jesus, baby. Oh,
0: <laughs> snap. Foul. So.